0: Welcome to Forge by Fire. My name is Ryan Stevens. I'm here with my accomplice, Rob Hefley. We're back at it again. What
1: is up, buddy? Man, I'm excited to be here. I'm sorry, guys. We've been like on vacation. You can blame COVID. You can blame being lazy. Really, you know me not Being
0: deployed.
1: Being all over. Yeah. Even though now we live like two miles apart, (laughs) we've done less podcasts, but we've hung out a lot. Dude, a lot. There's been a lot that's happened. A lot of good stuff, man. And a lot of good stuff's coming. We can't really tell you about yet, but me and Ron have been dreaming big. And it's kind of today we're going to talk about dreaming big together with each other with other people and things going on. But man, just I'm happy to be here. I would say, like a fat girl at prom, but my <laughs> wife's probably going right now. I'm sorry. Or like, you know, a fat guy at prom, too. That's uh, it. That was, a, that was a skinny guy at prom, so I like weighed a buck 80. But it. I'm not, a, I, what's the word? PC. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. So,
0: what's uh, you know, we start like we normally do. What's your grid coordinates? Where are you at? How are you
1: feeling? What's hey, going on? I feel like George Foreman coming out of retirement, at forty-two, like heavyweight champion. World. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know, I told you like Sleeping Bear. I feel like uh, ready to flip a ready, table. Oh yeah, flip a table. You know, just to go at it. So you're on fire. Oh, yeah, and I started you know, start doing the seventy-five hard. And it's like not just because of that. Kind of added to a little bit of focus from like day nine of that. But having some mission and purpose, I think as a man, we have to have that. And uh, I feel man is excited about life, excited about, you know, seeing my friends like tonight. I was like, you know, ready. And, you know, this morning at 5 a.m., I was awake, no alarm clock ready to go. Felt like, you know, still already worked out twice today and I can still walk feeling good and just, uh,
0: dude, that's a good place to be. I think we all as men need to shoot for that. Yeah. Hey, real quick question is what? For the listeners that don't know, we seventy-five day hard.
1: Uh, Andy Frizzella had this challenge a couple of years ago. Somebody challenged him to, I think he had like a bet, like two hundred fifty thousand dollars bet to get down below ten percent body fat, and it was like seventy-five days. So he decided, hey, I'm going to work out twice a day. Kind of made his own thing. Uh, work out twice a day, drink a gallon of water a day, read ten pages a day. You know, follow my diet and do strict all that strict. You know, no, like I can't no alcohol, too, know, right? no alcohol, whatever your diet is, follow it. And uh, take a picture every day and uh, your progress.
0: And you're on day what? Day nine. And is there a difference now? Do you feel the difference?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I love Cokes and candy. You know, I get stressed out. I like double fisting candy. See, Cokes. You, like,
0: you like Cokes and candy. I like beer and yeah. whiskey shots.
1: Yeah, I like that too. But like Cokes and candy, I'm stressed. You know, that's the calories that. that. Man, I, you know, the working out twice a day too, you got to plan. I mean, time management. one has got to be outside. you got to think about weather especially in Arkansas it's 105 degrees. You're know, sitting there in the middle of the day you're like I see people the other days like what are you doing walking out here you know.
0: Yeah, it's as hot as Afghanistan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like my body fat's already like I got tested this week it's like 14% and I'm like like the lowest it's ever been but I was like part of that just like the weight starts going off. So
0: what do you think was the biggest what the hardest is the two workouts a day
1: or is it uh, the I water or I think is it just, the no know, time management cuz like you know you, you let time get away from him. You got, hey, I got to get this workout done before midnight. Hey, I got to drink this gallon of water. And i still got like a third of it left. And I'm like, waterlogged, you know. And they're drinking it while I'm pissing at the same time. I'm like, so I got to you know, get this done. Would you should
0: suggest it to somebody who's like our listener? Man, I think everybody or, should do
1: it. I think, you know. Just to
0: say, just to see if you have the mental or to grow. I think that, you know, mental
1: growth, time management. Because I think right now we say we don't have time to do anything. And what happens when you start saying, I have to do this every day and not excuse it? Are you committed to it? That's one thing. A couple of times, like, you know, I felt tired. I didn't want to go to the trail at 10 o'clock at night and be out <laughs> on the trail. You know, I was like, hey, somebody try to chase me down. or I was like, I don't think they would. But, you know, you get to beat somebody.
0: That's and it. Seem
1: out, you know, robbed on paper. Got to fight <laughs> on the trail. Stab somebody with a stick.
0: That's it. <laughs> so, so it's the dedication to get up, to commit. I think, do you think that we... It's because we live in a society right now where there's not a lot of dreaming. There's not a lot of goal setting.
1: I think this is me. Me personally right now, I've I've, I've designed a life purposely. It's so comfortable that I got too comfortable. I felt like that I I had to put some struggle back in my life. That's good, dude. That I was like, you know, I have been blessed financially. I don't have to get up to go to work. I don't have to be anywhere as long as my kids are fed. That's my responsibility, you know, taking care of. There's a responsibility.
0: So yeah. what was the wake up? Did you, did you wake up one morning and just say, you know what? Uh-huh. I need to get back on the pain track. Yeah. know,
1: some of that, you know, I've been working out, you know, doing those things and steady maintaining. Like I want, you know, I wanted, you know, it's also to self-preservation, man. I was telling you that earlier too. I wanted to feel good. I, you know, cause I got, I've been in PT for my neck, my back, my knees, all those things, but I don't, I didn't want to, you know, keep hurting. But I was like, man, I, and it's still like, hey, you still do that, but you can still go a little bit level higher and have to be. is quite self-preservation. You don't have to – you can sit there and you can feel some pain. I mean, I, I like the struggle. I mean, that's one of those things. I'm a sadist, man. I, it's one of those things that, you know, I, the more I do it, i think thinking like, you know, I'm all in, I'm all in. Well,
0: I think what's good, you said something that's very powerful. You said that I had to add struggle back to my life in a good way. Not struggle as in stress and um, – anxiety, not that kind of struggle, like a hurdle. What's a hurdle? I need to add a goal, a hurdle to your life. What I find is when I talk and mentor to other men, I think that there's not hurdles in their life. I don't think they're dreaming. They're living like we've talked about it before on the podcast. They're living the recycled day. They get up, do the same thing, go back to bed, do the same thing, go back to bed. And I think adding a hurdle in your life, I think it changes. It gives you more purpose and me, I'm a weirdo. I like to check off the day. I think that's that's what I'm excited about.
1: Well, you know, I mean, those things to check off, you know, that part too. I think we're all like seeing performing. And I did this, and a while ago, I got to check, you know, my second workout done. And, but what happens is, you know, commitment too in our life. People are not committed to anything anymore. People quit day one. People quit before they start. Yeah. People give up, you know, like. Or they, know,
0: don't they don't even start. Yeah, they don't
1: even start. You know, people are afraid. And I was like, man, I do not. Part his legacy, too. My kids are watching me. Mm. And I want my kids not to say my dad had an easy life or my dad had it made. I want my kids to say my dad was a hard freaking worker. My dad, you know, took care of me, protected me. You know, all those things. I, and know they look back, not just, you
0: know. And when my and dad said he was going to do something, he did
1: He, he did, did it. it. Wow. And, and those things. And even, like, you know, our thing we're dreaming about, I want my kids to be up in the middle of it working, and being a part of something like that's greater than me and uh, teaching, teaching them those things. But I think, you know, a lot of times people think, man, why are you adding struggle to your life? And, uh, and I think sometimes people don't realize, man, when you overcome something, when you do it, finish it. And you know, I think about, it's great, but when you do it with somebody and I, I was thinking about, you know, the go we did a couple years ago, it was like harder than hell, <laughs> you know, like I lost like eight pounds. And still drink like two gallons of water. But I was like, man, how much fun was that? I mean, oh, just. It was like,
0: you know, at the end of a battle, you yeah. know, you just get done with a firefight yeah. and you go do your after action report and everybody's high fiving and chest bumping. There's skin off people's yeah. knees. People
1: are bleeding. Well, it's trauma bonds,
0: man. Yeah, 100%. I think that that needs to be in people's lives. I look around and there's just so much comfort. There's yeah. so much. Oh,
1: yeah. What's that, you know, Mark Murphy, you know, people don't even know who Michael Murphy is. They do Murphy, but I'm like, hey, this is not a workout to show your, you know, cock the walk. This is not a workout, you know, to show your time. This is a workout to suffer and to feel like this is memorialized. you know, Murf, you know, sit there on that day to sit there and that, that part is, the, you know, that day, not just him, but, you know, that's kind of the workout we do. But a lot of people don't understand that. was like it's, you know, that part to suffer, to feel, to feel pain. To suffer and yeah. sacrifice
0: for others, yeah. essentially.
1: But in I, remembrance, I, oh yeah. But I know, like you know, people always say they change because of two reasons: because of Jesus or pain. And uh, I was like, man, I feel like pain comes to growth. I mean, me suck a muscle, you break it down and it grows more. Mm. And uh, so those things, man, that's kind of where I'm at with that. And I'm I'm excited about life. I feel like kind of just like refigured.
0: And you look good, man. You're like, how how much are you weighing right now?
1: I weigh like two fifty six, but my body, my body fat's down like right today. Dude, the reports said like fourteen percent.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. During COVID, everybody's putting on the weight, dude. You are throwing it off. It's like just knew, a trash can. Dude. I
1: knew, I knew though. Like that that week, the first week I ate, like I cooked like twelve meals, I think. And I was like, I am gonna eat and drink and be the fattest person ever again. And I was like, no, that's what I called. And I called Patrick. Then I was like, hey, can you like train me online? At least I have some accountability there. And he kept smoking me that like, one time. You know, you did it online with this. You know,
0: oh, he's yeah, Doctor yeah, Fit yeah, in Conway, yeah, Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. So, He's a different type of yeah.
1: dude. I ain't worked so, out since February, man. See, that's what I've been doing my own stuff, which, you know, that part too, man, I'm excited about us. You know, I get to, I get to roll with you about every other week at least and things like
0: that. I so, love having you in there. When you walk in, I'm just like, Yes. It's cool to have Rob yeah. in the room and then some of the other veterans is very cool too. Question for you before we move on. What are you eating? Like what is your diet can consist um, of?
1: When I you know, like me, because I'm not really trying to cut weight. You know, kind of like some, some, I mean, cut like some I'm in my body. I'm not eating no candy, no Cokes, you know, like that kind of stuff. I'm trying to eat mostly high protein. Uh, I'm trying to keep around 150 grams of protein a day. That's where that's kind of my.
0: Do you have a consistent yeah. meal schedule? No,
1: you know. I get up, eat the same thing. Do no, thing. that's what I, you know, I try to, but I mean, I've not because I've been hotter, not been but force myself to eat, which is. Hmm. Uh, and then, too, like electrolytes, man, I eat so much salt. I've been eating like nuts, you know, salty nuts, and I've been eating black olives and I'm drinking wow. olive juice because I'm craving salt and pickle. You know, so pickle it's pickled My body, like you know, jam. water is like, I'm not used to drinking a gallon of water because I'm drinking a gallon of water besides what I drink with my supplements. Yeah, which is crazy. So I'm drinking probably two gallons a day. So this is...
0: the 75 hard is you can't add any kind yeah. of flavor yeah. to this. It's got to yeah. be just yeah. water.
1: Yes, yeah. so I have my jug. So it's here. like the mental
0: di- yeah. discipline, the bottle of Julie water water. Yeah. Dude, so Rob's holding, like, it looks like a milk jug with a fancy lid on it. He's down. He's about, I don't know, it looks like he's only got an eighth left. Yeah,
1: got a little bit left. Yeah,
0: so he's killed it for today. So if the listeners want to do 75 hard, which is, I think, as cool is when you share it with your people. There's a bunch of haters out there. You know, you post something, and they want to, you know, look or complain. But I think it's awesome when I see somebody that wants to do it, wants to jump out and and challenge themselves, that motivates me. Maybe it'll motivate somebody else. So where would they find the details?
1: Um, I mean, you can just Google 75 hard. You can look hashtag 75 hard on Instagram Facebook. Inge Brazil has the app. He has a book. I mean, the app explains it. And there's like multiple Facebook groups. And I had a friend, she just finished hers a couple of weeks ago, you know, watched her. And that's one thing too. I think a lot of people are afraid to post about this because they, they're afraid they're going to not make it. Hey, if I screw up and start over again, I screw up and start over again. I think you know, that's the cool part. But I was like, the part is, it's not about if you're going to fail or not. You know, it's about just try, you know, just try it. And that's where people are like, you know, I posted yesterday. It's like, why are you doing this? Because like I want some extreme accountability. Because people do ask me about it. And like, you know, if I, if I don't post about it now, people are like, hey, did you finish this? Then also, like, uh, there's a part, too, like, you know, I just want to, you know, put a, give a middle finger to all the haters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I want to see the before and after. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going on a vacation with Tara. You know, we've been married for 16 years. So we're going to, we're going to the unknown destination. She's got a plan. I know I'm probably going to, do you? I know. <laughs> so when we get back, I've already got the app. I'm going hard in the paint. So I need you to hold me accountable. I think the hardest thing for me is going to be drinking, man. I like to sometimes have a beer during the week or.
1: You remember two years ago, we did that no sugar one. Yeah. I think that for a month, I think that, I think that was harder. Me physically, because everything had sugar. Cause I followed that strict. Yeah, remember how lean I got though? Like, yeah, you got really I looked, lean. I looked like I was a cancer patient, you know, in yeah. my face and stuff, yeah. but I was like that. that I think
0: good. when we did that challenge, I dropped seven pounds.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, I was there, all that strictly. But that's where, man, it's one of those things that Andy Priscilla does. He's got a book, he's got an app, you know, he has a little bit of language. If you listen, there's a podcast too, and you can message me about it. I'll send you the podcast. So, he's got a little bit of language. He uses that word pretty often.
0: Well, you know, it, even if our listeners want to go do 75 hard and they're like, man, I don't know who I could share this with or dude. You have, I'm a cheerleader, dude. Yeah. I want to see people succeed. I want to see you post them.
1: Yeah. Tag, you can tag me message. Yeah. Me. I, I think it's freaking awesome. Anybody that does something that's not easy. Hey, I'm all for you. Me um, too, man. It's going to just kind of, it's kind of pivot to what we're talking about today. And I, you know, we've talked about this a little bit before we're talking about dreaming big and uh, man, I am, you guys might know me. I'm a dreamer. entrepreneur. I sit there. I've done a lot of crazy stuff. Some stuff has worked. Some stuff that hasn't. But, man, I think God is, we're made in the image of God. So we're made to create. I think when we're not creating, we're not being who we're supposed to be. Mm. And, you know, I've watched you do the same thing. And One of the big examples I told Ryan today, I was like, I was thinking about this, was he He owns, him and Triple H own, that's S7. That's Range outside outside of Conway the best range i've ever been to most nice i mean it's just like there's several things it's the culture to but he created this and drew it in his mind and drew it on a napkin and i was like how awesome is that but i want you guys to think about this he took this place and with Navajos too helped them a ton of dirt work but they took a dump it was a literal dump and it's now a range where people man my favorite thing on the fourth of july is to go watch the fireworks show there um I sit there. My wife loves it so much; she even lets us sponsor it. <laughs> it was That's right, big deal. You know, you yeah. know. On Memorial Day, we we're there at the Crawfish Bull, hanging out, man, at the range. And mm-hmm. some of my best memories have been there. You know, shooting with you, hanging out with you, and some of our conversations have not. You know, I we went there, not even just there, but he created this place that was safe for people, for family to bring your kids, to bring these things. But you know, it was in his heart, his mind that God put this in there. Him and Tripp have made this just a really cool place. And ever in Faulkner County, Conway, Arkansas, holler at me, man. I'll take you out there and show it to you. And what's cool about it, it's one of those things that just doesn't, it's not any Tom, Dick, or Harry can join. You have to be like
0: uh, Reference. referenced
1: and vouched for, which I love Yeah, that, You know, I vouched for somebody last week and I was like, don't screw this up. <laughs> I know, it was like, because I was like, I will police you. <laughs> That's exactly you know. right.
0: You know, it's really crazy that we talk about it. And I appreciate you bringing that up is, man, I'm a dreamer like you, I'm a visionary. And one thing when I partnered with Trip, Trip is very much uh, a beans and bullets and band-aids guy. He's very good in the operation. I remember when we started talking about he said, Ryan, I want to build a range and I had a training company. I said, man, I'd love to build a home base. And I'd love to involve the family and I want it to be faith based. And I want us to just get rid of ego and, and do this. And he said, I have no idea what it looks like. And I could, I closed my eyes and I could see exactly what it looked like. And I remember drawing it on a napkin and even after the napkin, I presented a trip and he's just like, I don't, I can't see it, but I know how to start doing a timeline and let's start moving chess pieces to make this happen. And I remember standing in the back of a huge land mover. It was this big, do you remember the two big I, dump trucks? And I remember there was probably how many people, probably 200 maybe. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Groundbreaking. And I just, I pitched the vision. I said, this is what I pointed it out. I don't know if people remember, but I said, this is where the pavilion will be. This is where people will gather and and we will have events. And this is where the archery will be. And this will be the where the pistol. And it was a dump. Literally, there was twisted metal. Oh, yeah. And they, they probably thought this guy did a lot of drugs. <laughs> He's probably lost his mind. But in my mind, God put it on my heart. And said, "This is what it's going to look like." And with the help of Trip Leach and you know our community and all of our sponsors and partners, dude, we made it happen, man. We moved, we moved a mountain of dirt, literally, oh, yeah. and then now it looks like a park.
1: Yeah, it's you it's, know? it's it's the nicest thing in Minnetonka. It's it's, it's, a nice thing like it's got, got AC bathroom for all my
0: yeah. military folks. You go to a range, you know, we had a couple people. No, we're uh, yeah. We had a couple of people at the range recently. I guess you would say of stature, and they were like, "You have AC bathrooms." Stature, you, you know what I'm
1: talking about. Me and Ron have a lot of stature. You can tell <laughs> we, we are we are high class, allegedly. Uh, but you know, that's what's funny, man, is like you know to see that, and what happens is there's like you can tell 90 people in this world before that you're going to do that, and they wouldn't believe.
0: I actually had, Rob, that you said that. I actually had a guy who said, there's no way in hell that this will happen. Yeah. There's no way you can move that much dirt. There's no way. You know how much liabilities there. All that kind of stuff. And these are all excuses that people put on you or labels they put on you. But Ron's like me. When You say,
1: you can't do this. <laughs> yeah. It's like the worst thing you can say. Yeah, it's you're
0: like, like okay, <laughs> now I didn't really want to do it, but now we're going to do it. Yeah,
1: we got to have a reason to do it. It's That's... Like, it's like almost the same reason I told my wife not to do Plexus, you know, told her I was like, Don't do that. And she's like, I'm gonna like yes. smear it in your face, like, you know. But what's
0: crazy, he came back, the same guy, he owns a company here in Conway too. He came back and he said, Hey, I apologize. You dude, you said you did it. You bit on like a pit bull, held on and now it's happening. And actually he's kind of partnering with us and we're doing stuff with his company. So it's amazing how it happened. But I do wanna say this for our listeners and you know, it's all God's glory oh, yeah. man I'm nobody special trips nobody's special but I think that we put God first
1: no I mean there's that that's a uh, Ron is somebody very special <laughs> he ever shot a pistol with him or rolled with him he's an amazing teacher so you are special God put that stuff in you but those things man is what's cool I think a lot of times is you know I told you I was like you know man it's been six years ago God put the book me and my my life you know And he's like, God, there's always going to be provision in your life. There's always going to be, you know, but he's like, there's always going to be opposition. (laughs) But I was like, you know, it's like, it says Nehemiah built the wall, but had one sword in his hand while he's built. Dude, that's so good. And I'm like, you know, that part is like, there's not opposition in my life. I think, hey, there's probably something not.
0: Dude, I don't think we skip over that. I think you need to marinate on that for a second. If you think about what you just said, for people who might not know in the Bible, you just skip right over it. You said in the Bible, this dude was building all wall building so he was dreaming building that he was in the middle of of building something accomplishing goals but he had a sword in the other hand yeah. for
1: opposition man that's so good and that's i mean that's the part too like you know we're kind of even talking a little bit more about there's those dream killers like the those people that man they love I mean, what i found out most people who are dream killers are not doing anything themselves they're not you know they're not, you know, they can't see out of their own box. They're miserable to themselves. And that's why like 99.9% of them like, okay, whatever. Look <laughs> at, look at your own life, dude. You yeah. know, what, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? You
0: know, somebody said something to me recently. They said, I, you know, I love quotes. I'm the quote guy or sayings. And he said something about the only criticism you will ever get is somebody who's below you, never above you. Yeah. And if I think back at anybody who's kind of tried to tear me down or really just not contribute, They've always been not in a place to provide that. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, you know,
1: like sometimes jealousy, whatever. Those things, but that's where it all, when those things come out and people start throwing words or whatever, I was like I was like a lot of times they don't know me. You know, they don't know the situation. They don't know what God's put in me, what I have, what it takes to do, whatever he's asked called me to do. And I was like, he doesn't know and even like, you know, I look at we're like working on a huge project right now. And Ron and I was talking to the bank about it, and I'm like, "There's intangibles that you can't see." And, and you I'm, told that to the bank. Yeah, and I was like, this "You're man. like, welcome to the dojo." <laughs> exactly. I was like, "I'll bet on myself every time." Wow. And I was like, "I will bet on my friends. I bet on my community. I bet on the people that work around me." And when do bankers? Say, the banker, it's like you know, he's the saying, banker was
0: like, "Oh, where do I sign up?" <laughs> but you know,
1: but that part, you know, yeah, was like, it's I valued, that was like, "I believe that." I was like, there's no way to sit there and put a value on that because I'll sit there. I'll I'll do what it takes, you know, and so, you know, like a lot of times people think, oh, you're whatever talking. I was like, no, I was like, I I really, truly believe that because I was like, when God puts something in us, he does give us provision. You know, sometimes we don't understand the obstacles to get past or whatever. But I think that part, too, is like, hey, I'm going to keep hammering (laughs) and keep hammering until I know I get to. What I need to do. And uh, I might have to keep pivoting, you know, going around and sit there, but you know, God is going to show me a way. And I'm going to use every resource, every friend, everything, you know, I know. And what's been awesome about that is like we're blessed because we got to help other people. They help us when we need help. And, yeah. Uh, I
0: think you told me about that a while ago. You said uh, there's different types of capital. And I never really I knew about passive capital, active capital, but you said there's there's one that's very pass very powerful, and that's social capital and I didn't understand that and you said it's something you can't buy you have to give it to then receive it and I was like wow and it's a two to one ratio I have to give double before somebody would ever give back in return and I said and man mean, that's so good dude. what's so
1: cool though is when people do give you know like there's just unexpected ones that you know that come back to you when you do need something you you call a favor and it's just like that you know that part because you deposit it you deposit it in their bank or whatever it is you know you deposit it and I love, I hate saying it, I love people to owe me. But, you know, I'd rather be them, you know, not the indebtedness over them, but I was like, if they owe me, I don't, you know, sit there like, hey, if I do need some, I don't feel bad about asking.
0: Yeah, well, somebody said, you know, you, to have friends, you must, what is it? To have friends, you must build friends. It's in investing, not for return. Yeah, You're doing it out of your own heart. And I've seen some of the things you've done, Rob. And, and it inspires me. And what's cool about it, is the listeners would never know, I've seen you do things that only I know about, and that inspires me. So it's not like you're giving to say I'm going to get back in return. It's just you're giving because of goodness right, of your heart, right. and that's and that's, that's how you build social capital.
1: That's one of those, you know. Obviously, in our family values, on the table down there, Jessica had them out. You know, one of them is generosity. That's right. And I'm like, man, I was like, the reason I was like, it's, God's been generous to me. You know, it's like uh, the whole thing about kind. It's not mine anyway.
0: Yeah, and, it's uh, it's on loan. I got a question for you before uh, we kind of move on is how do you get rid of the haters, man? How do you get rid of of them? Well, how do you like, okay, how do you deal with it? Say there's somebody right now who wants to do something. Uh, They want to build something. They want to dream about something. Who do they share it with? How do they conjure up the strength to move forward when we're surrounded by people who say you can't, you won't, you'll never make it? What's your advice?
1: There's like several things there. I mean, that's a great question. And I saw you know, him, we talked a little bit early before we started. In the Bible, you guys know, story Jo uh about Joseph. You know, he told his brothers he was going to roll over them someday and they're going to bow down to him. You no, know, not the story to tell your brothers. You
0: know, yeah, then it you know, worked
1: out when on. you're like, you're the golden child, you know, so that, you know, they almost killed him, <laughs> threw him in a pit, sold him to slavery. I'm like, you know, those things, is was like, first off, know who to share your dreams with. I you mean, know, those things. I always think about that because I love Ryan because we can dream together. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we we're in a warehouse and I was sitting there like just dreaming. And I was like, I want to put this here. I want to put that there. You know, it's like what about this here? You know, and we were both having ideas, man. It was like, and it was funny that one of my friends like a, I was I read this today. Ryan McClure's interviewing guys like, oh, that calls idea sex. <laughs> they're just like <laughs> we're, we're procreating these ideas. You know, they're just <laughs> off to each other. You know, talking about like. Yeah. Like rabbits, like, you know, like there's like coming everywhere, which, you know, I, it's I, like the matrix, you yeah. know, when all the, all the, right. all the little, yeah. you know, symbols are flying yeah. and like, it's like, the thing about me and Ron are like carry on, usually we get together we start like, it's like genius comes alive. Well,
0: you put two visionaries in the same yeah. room, like,
1: but you know, that, that part right there is like, you have those people to tell your dreams to, but here's what happened. If you find people that are doing what you want to do or something similar. Put yourself around them. I mean, volunteer. I tell some other day to volunteer, intern. They're like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, so you can learn how to do it. Yeah, I or be like, around them. Yeah, right? on the job journey, you know, sit there, be around somebody, ask questions, man, because you have to sit there and put yourself around those kind of people. But, you know, real friendship, your real friends are the ones that want you to win. They're the ones that, you know, is like, hey, I believe you can do it. I mean, sometimes they'll say, hey, they'll sit there and be well have those friends that are kind of... Scared a little bit, but that's okay. You know, that's kind of the place they live. in. I mean, they don't like you or don't love you, but you got to have those friends too. That's like, hey, you know, let's let's. What can I do to help you? You know, what can I do to you know sit there? Who do I know that could help you?
0: You know, what I find is I listen to the conversation when I when I'm around people. It's almost like we you, you do friendship interviews, like unintentionally. Yeah. You know, it's the law enforcement that helps me do that, but is you do like friendship interviews. When you start to hang out with somebody and maybe they're not your, in your inner circle, but when you first start hanging out with them, you listen to what comes out of their mouth. If a person immediately starts cutting people, they're going to cut you. If a person starts talking about other people, then that's where their mindset grows. It's about, you know, are they always complaining? Are they always talking about other people? Those are not the people that I share my dreams with. When I get with somebody and somebody says, Hey man, what are you working on? Or when you say, Hey dude, check it out, man, we just we just put in a pool and the person's like, Man, that's awesome. And it's authentic. That's the person you share. Oh, yeah. Your goal is awesome. Yeah, well, thanks, bro. But that's that's what you sh- when when you can get around those type of people. Because I find if you share, and I've found this to be very true and from experience, is when I share my dreams or man, I'm really working on this. I think I want to do this. And it's with the person who cuts or gossips about other people, they immediately start tearing down judgment or they'll become silent. Like, hey, man, I'm really working on this. And and a a dreamer would say, or or a good friend would say, man, that's awesome, dude. How can I help you? The guy who gossips or girl that gossips will be very quiet. And then the person who's cut well, then start judgmental or be critical. Well, have you thought about that? Well, what yeah. about this? You know that might not be successful. So I think interviewing your
1: yeah circle. what you know the people in your life, man. You know they always say your average of the five people we spend the most time with. Man, that is so good. That's and true, that's, and that's I mean that it, it really is true. You just become the person. You know the you know your wife is usually one of those. And I told her one time, Jessica I made her cry. I was like, You're holding me back. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget. She's that. telling you. She'll kick you in the head. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, seriously, that was like, a couple of years ago. I'll never forget. I was eating a t- 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 uh, pasta grill in Russellville. And I was like, You know, I was like, You're have I was like, You're holding me back. And I was doing it as a joke. And she's like, I ain't. I was she's like, a will punch. Was, you in the throat. She started crying. I'm like, Oh, I'll just run this dinner. I was like, Not getting any tonight. I am supposed to go home. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, give me the bill. I was like, Give me dessert. But. You know, I was sitting there thinking about that, but uh, we have a friend, man, Dennis Merker. He know's Big these hot dogs. If you haven't had them, you got to get them. They're awesome. He serves dirty dogs. He's such a good dude. But a year ago, we were doing a men's kind of a analog excursion, going over Father by God at my house and some guys on Zoom. And Dennis had found this and bought this. It was a hot dog cart. They went through a tornado in Bologna. I mean, it been beat the crap, but he took it started, you know, it's like he took something that was People would think junk, but I made it to this hot dog cart. And he's telling us, you know, his job, he'd been laid off because of COVID stuff. And I'm like, and he was dreaming. He was dreaming. He was sitting there, we're in the kind of like the, by the pool, the basement part of our house, you know, and I was like, and he's like, I don't know if I can set up a permit. I was like, me and Ryan was like, just go set up, dude. Don't ask for permission. I'm like, permission. Bro, yeah, we're like, just yeah. do it. We're like sitting there, just do it. And we're sitting there, like, just pushing him. Sell the hot dogs, dude. He's and, like, I uh, don't know if I can.
0: I need a permit. And I'm like, bro. You're the only way to figure it out, like Trip, one thing that Trip told me a long time ago when we first started the business, he said 80% of a plan is 100% of a plan. He said, get all the details you can control done and then launch. Because the last 20%, you're going to fix on the fly. He said, if you wait to 100% of a plan, either somebody's already done the business or or two, you'll never start. Oh, yeah, never
1: start. And that's what was cool. It's a year later, Dennis, I went... Tuck my kids because I'm not eating hot dogs on the, what I'm eating right now. So took them at little temptation and kids got chips and hot dogs. And and I'm sitting there and I got to tell them, man, I'm so proud of you, dude, just because you did, you know, something he made scary. It happen. Yeah, he made it happen. And he's actually building another car. Have you seen it? He bought that pop-up trailer and completely remodeled that, you know, he's doing that, have another, which I was like, you know, Dude, he's you so see cool. his logo
0: too. His yeah. logo's so cool. He's got like the little mustard yeah. that's got like the little yeah. bling on it. Oh yeah,
1: it, dude, man, I'm proud dogs. of him. I'm well,
0: very proud of him.
1: I'm just waiting for him to come out in these nuts. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> dude, <that's> a, <laughs> that's these dogs start. and these yeah. nuts. But he's actually he's going to be serving at the Fourth of July. Yeah, at our event. Yeah. but he was excited about that too. But you know, I was like, he's hey, gonna hey.
0: he's gonna sell
1: all the hot dogs. But what's cool like we told him that. And I was like, man, hey, he came and served twelve of us out here at our house. I was like, you know, the humility is like people, some people would not say, well, if I can't serve a hundred or, you know, service something big, I'm not going to do it. But I was like, he started off with the small things. And I remember, you know, sitting out here, man, at the house, you know, having hot dogs and the kids and, you know, our group. But that, you know, that's, I mean, that's what there was, you know, he dreamed it, man. And then, you know, God breathed those dreams. I was like, you know, he took action and, you know, took action and sit there and then, also, there are many obstacles there, but, you know, he's, he's sitting there and just kept going through it. And This is something I'm learning, too, through Part 75, is, like, we all have to do things. We all have to do work, you know what I mean, whatever it is. And it really changed. There's boring things yeah. that suck. They're just boring, you know. I'm like, But you have to be. Yeah, but, you're like, I hate going a walk or a treadmill for 45 minutes or, you know, whatever. Drinking and, water. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's like, hey, but to get to my goal. In, you know my end thing you know i sit there 75 days i want to be in mexico you know celebrate my 42nd birthday Mm. you know pretending like i'm trying to contain on top of the you know (laughs) splashing on water and (laughs) I that's it dude uh
0: check this out man somebody told me so i love i mean you know me i love quotes and i love sayings and somebody said something recently and i'm gonna try to paraphrase it hopefully i don't mess it up but he said your life is the sum of the decisions you make daily. Oh
1: yeah, I agree. I mean, every day. So,
0: so those decisions, like you said, the mm-hmm. small mundane that we have to do, we have to put in the work. You have to act. He could have just had a dream. Dennis could have had a dream about a hot dog cart and then never done anything with it. It'd and when over. he died, that, that dream would have been with him. But instead he started taking actions like the grinder, man, that thing was beat up and he started grinding and, fixing and getting it like these little tasks
1: oh yeah and that's i mean that's the point now he's killing it that's the part man we don't see a lot of times people like we we look at it people are self-made or you know great athletes but we don't see the hours of practice the hours you know sitting there just struggling hustling you know we don't see all the things you know like here's a question how many palms do you think you pulled the trigger on a pistol millions okay Exactly. A lot,
0: but, a, a bunch. I mean, I don't want to exaggerate, but uh,
1: but I mean that's I mean that's the truth. I mean, yeah. Ron, there's a thing that says you have to practice something ten thousand hours to be an expert.
0: I'm past ten thousand hours. You no, know, Uncle like, Sam's paid a lot of money yeah. for me to
1: be decent. Yeah, and that's like you're way better than decent. But I'm saying like there's a part two that Ryan's put in all this work that I love to shoot. I love you know sit there. I know, but I have not put that time in there to be that. Mm. You know, I'm sit there. I can't. Unless I do I mean now, even later in lot you know, and it's in there there's a part two that I can I could probably proficiently, but it'll be I'd be fifty. You so, know, to be where you're at.
0: So my takeaway, if I'm listening to you, Rob, if I'm a listener and I have a dream that fires up my soul when I talk about it, I just get fired up. Well I when when a grown man tells me his dream and he starts smiling, he gets excited, he gets goosebumps, what you're saying is you need to act today because the longer you wait You're
1: not do something. I was like, you know, just every day, you know, one percent, one percent. I mean, buy the domain. You guys know how many domains I own. We have ideas that are just like waiting in the crock pot, you know.
0: So So you just you're saying just do something, do action,
1: action. You sit there, man. You can read about stuff. You know how many books I've read about. You know, I mean, last two years I've spent due diligence on other businesses that I've not launched or not done. I mean, probably couple hundred hours mm. i mean thousands of dollars and people say man i can't believe that but what happens is sometimes it's better to know to spend two thousand dollars and to lose two million dollars down the road <laughs> and even like this dream me and Ryan are dreaming right now i can't we can't tell y'all yet but i was like man my wife is usually the dream killer is what i call her stuff, you know because she's killed a lot of dreams of mine her and Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Dave Ramsey, screw like, that guy. That's what I said. I got it, but no, Dave Ramsey. Dave, he's, he's he's saved, he saved our life. You know, several yeah, times. He's got day. us out of debt. I, I can say, tell you yeah, that. Exactly. I want to say F Dave
0: Ramsey. Yeah, you remember you talked um, about those mundane?
1: Yeah, Dave yeah, Ramsey. Exactly. You know, beans are ice, rice and beans. So I can afford to do this, but thank God my wife can budget. But those man, those things right there, those mundane things like that. Um, uh A dreaming big man, it's in there having somebody by yourself. And that's what they too. When your spouse, when you're married, your spouse believes in you. Oh, there's like they have this power to inflate you, or deflate you. It's, like, you know, oh, it's like they have the power like just to poke the air out of you. But it was like when they sit there and say, you know, go for it. And I was like, you know, it's cool about this too. Jessica came to the warehouse and was walking around, and this place was huge. You know, and I'm like, almost like waiting for this you know, her to say, oh, you know. And it was like, man, she really believes this is a good idea. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I feel like Rocky, at the top of the steps, like, yeah. you know, my arms well, She was smiling. And yeah. she,
0: I think, yeah. here's the thing when you have God given purpose, the vision is clear. Yeah. That's how you know, I think. For me, like, when you have God given, like, jujitsu, and to teach that and help other people, or just like kind of combative arts, like, I have a God given purpose i get set on fire to help people learn you know so if there's something on your heart that you're like man i wish i wish i i feel like i want like it something sets you on fire you wish you want to do it dude that's god-given purpose and you need to do something about it
1: like you know the part you know like you know if you do one percent it's your exponential growth you know every day that exponentially grows you know every day if you do one percent move towards your goal but i was like you can read you can sit there man there's Podcast. There's so much information. Now, we, we're information overload. So if you knew the books I've read and the stuff I've listened to, I mean, man, <laughs> listen to how to process chicken crab too. You know, <laughs> seriously, you know, so there.
0: I, you know, it would be funny just to stand and take a picture and put it on Instagram of your library. Oh, like, I Rob's got books upon books. Upon, and, then, like, and they're all random. Like, one, how to be a warrior. Two, how to process chicken crap three, <laughs> how to write and get goals, you know? like. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. I but, love it. oh, fun. but you know, I have the curiosity. That's one another, one of my, my family values and personal values, curiosity, man. And it's like, you know, to learn it and to know, because, and I think that's one thing I love about jujitsu too, is the curiosity. it. Mean, you're always, because everybody's a different size, a different fit, you know, different, you know, you, you're curious, you sit there and learn like, Watching all the little things that you do, that there's, there's never, you never in learning there. You know, yeah. it's not like it's not. Hey, you arrived. There's something else that you can do.
0: Somebody told me once. They said that uh, human beings are the only species on the planet that stop living, that stop growing. Like a tree, a tree will grow, 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 grow until it it, it hits to a point where it can't get struck by lightning, or it'll eventually just die. Same with like a shark or an animal. It'll grow, 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 and then die human beings you know well you think about like a kid a kid will tell you i want to be a doctor i want to be a lawyer i want to like my son thinks that he's going to be a pro you know player in baseball or basketball and i and i feed his dreams but you think about it when's the last time you're around a 30 or 4 year old that was dreaming like that we get we get
1: numb to life yeah but i think that's part of too is like Like, you have to wake waking that up man you because, you know, those things that I ask you, yeah, I asked you this, and that's where people say, what brings you joy? And I was like,
0: man. You were man. the only person that's ever asked me. I was that like, you life, really can't
1: think what brings you joy, you
0: know, like. Then you're numb at life. And yeah. especially, like, veterans, you yeah. know, that are coming back with PTSD.
1: Well, it's like you're struggle. settling for, like, this is the way it's going to be. It's like you're making an agreement. It's what you're doing. Like, my life's never going to get better. It's going to stay the same.
0: Which is crap.
1: Hey, I don't believe that. I believe you have a chance to make it better. You have a chance to change things. That's what, man, I. You guys, I know you guys know you who know David Goggins is. If you don't, he's crazy. He's a maniac, but he's a motivator. But he he lost hundred pounds in three months so he could become a Navy SEAL just to be able to try to join go to buds. You know he went through he went through buds training three times. He went through Hell Week three times. Can you imagine? I mean, no, first up, I mean no. this is the part two. He's but, a
0: different type of dude, but we can take. Sometimes he's too intense for me, and I'm pretty intense. <laughs> I'm like sometimes I'm like, bro, Goggins, man, exactly. Dude, you need to calm the hell down, but. Where he came from and what he overcame, man, should motivate us all. Exactly. I don't think we should be living a numb life. And I, listen, and I don't want the listeners to think that, that we're somebody who's got it all together. Man, when I came out of the Marine Corps, I was at the numbest part of my life. I was just, I, was, I had no dreams. I had no goals, no aspirations. I kind of made that agreement that, you know, this is the way it is. And then luckily something sparked in me and I just said, you know what? No, no, it's, this is not the way I believe that I'm destined for something great.
1: Yeah, well, That's what, you know, that, that is a huge part. Cause I always think me and you like kind of believe a certain way. If people say things are bad. I'm like, you know, compared to what? Yeah. Compar- first, world, first world problems. it's gotten me a lot of marriage issues. You know, I'm like, I'm not really feeling your pain right now, but, you know, like that's not a big
0: deal. Yeah. What are you going to complain about how bad the day was and get in the brand new Yukon and drive to a steak dinner? Yeah. Like zip it.
1: Oh, today I got to tell you guys a quick story. Talking about driving. Those things right there, you know, I've gotten to older Ford trucks I love. I got a 94 F-150 I bought. I got an 88. I went and got the shop today and I drove. I left the shop as I was driving the shop. and died. And man, I was sitting Do there. Did you get
0: out and shoot it? No.
1: But listen, though, I was <laughs> okay, like, how sorry. am I going to react? How sorry. am I going to react? Sorry. But, you know, but, you know, being a redneck, I put it in neutral, started back up, kept rolling. And uh, sitting there going. I'm looking down the gas gauge. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And, uh, you know, sit there. And uh, it was on empty. And it's got two fuel tanks. This truck, I've, I've never drove it. I bought it side unseen, had a transmission put in, <laughs> motor work done on it. And uh, it's pretty rough. I know the brakes work, and I, so I know, you know I'm trying to just get back from Greenbrier to Conway, which is like you know 10 miles. And uh, so I'm sitting there trying to sit there. Then I'm like, make the gas station there. I can feel like it's sucking trash, you know, trash. And I'm like, God, oh, you gotta be kidding me. And I'm sitting there, finally, it just stops. I can't even get in the driveway. I'm trying to get in the driveway, can't get started. I'm like, I'm gonna get ran over Highway 65 here. But you, know, humility, man, comes in always. My phone had like four percent charge. Cause this truck's been towed to multiple places in Greenbrier, back and forth transmission shop this other shop i called the tow guys like hey uh, you can come get me i'm on the side of my jug of bottled joy water drinking <laughs> on the side of the road you know i have my workout clothes still nasty sweating it's about 11 o'clock you know sitting there but i was like thinking man man i still got a good life I well, was like, know, my, my truck's man. broke down right here. Yeah. I was like, he looked like this idiot on the side of the road. Yeah, like
0: a CrossFit, like a CrossFit dude. But,
1: but I was sitting there. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, nasty. And the guy. But the part came out of this, man. I was like, how am I going to react? You know, we've got the truck up. I was like, hey, just take it to my house. Because you know, a couple of things I like, know I can probably fix it myself. Or I was trailer to my, my shop. But the driver is actually moving to Russellville of the truck driver i need to hire somebody Wow! and we sit there and had a good conversation he's a good dude he's like i'm gonna call all the time i was like well our our, our job you only gonna call every three weeks you know and i was like we pay half your insurance and got his phone number you know and he brought it here man he backed right in the, the rolled it right in the garage and got to give him a tip but i was like man there was a reason i was supposed to meet this guy Even was just to give him a tip and you know I have a conversation with him but there was a part you know used to i would have got mad i'd probably kick this out of the truck and
0: you know what's crazy, Rob? What, what I was listening to you say is that we all go through things, and when things happen, you could stop, pause, and make a decision if you want to turn left or right. Left is, let's get pissed. Woe is me. I'm a victim. Or you could say, dude, I'm living an adventure. Like, this is part of the adventure. Yeah. The <laughs> it's adventure, a part of the story. <laughs> yeah. You were on the side of the road like it's an adventure. You know, like, let's, let's look at this. I kind of lived that mantra in my life. Like bad things happen, and I'm like, okay, this is part. I mean, to you know, to live the the movies that we watch, yeah. the hero doesn't become the hero in the beginning of the story. They got to battle a couple of dragons, you know, karate movies. They got to kick a couple dudes, a couple bar fights, and then they become the champion. So I think we have to live the life and look at it as an adventure versus everybody's out to get us. This you know negativity.
1: Victimization. What's all ownership? I mean, ownership. I didn't look at the gas gauge. I didn't ask them if they put any more gas in it. You know, I didn't, you know, all those things like, hey, I could have blamed on the shop and fixed it. The truck was fixed and you know, it was running fine. It just didn't have gas, you know, mm. sucked, you know, all the gas things. But I was like, the ownership too about where we're at in life. And that's one thing too, man. You know, like for a long time, I had a huge weight issue and I can blame it on million different reasons. The way I was raised, you know, it was my coping mechanism. But you take ownership where you're at and really where you're at to really look in the mirror i mean you can do that physically mentally spiritually you know financially like hey this is where i'm at do i want to stay here and what happens is like man there's some painful things that you have to go through to get out of some situations sometimes but what i've realized that pain is not it's a season it's not forever it doesn't you know it's not always going to be there like you dream big you know there's there's the boring parts there's the painful parts but man there's the victory parts too because just like you know man having the groundbreaking at the range but having the grand opening but man last year if you guys during covid covid sucked balls but we had the best fourth of july party i mm. felt like freaking america like yeah. <laughs> just the patriot. you know talking about like there's people around and that would have never
0: happened if we didn't drink
1: yeah exactly it would have never happened man we, we last year would have, you know that was probably one of the highlights of the year there you know just getting to see people and man. friends and People I hadn't seen in six months, you know, like because yeah. just uh, the people haven't getting out, but it's open air outside mm-hmm. and seeing the fireworks, man. But I was like, those things, the, the, your sacrifices are worth it. I and think that's,
0: that's a good statement right there. I think there's, we need to challenge our listeners to really think about what are their dreams and maybe you've stopped dreaming, but what is your dream? And and your dreams going to affect a lot of people for the good. And That's if you never bring it to fruition,
1: that'll never happen. Allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to write a journal. Sit there, you know, allow yourself. To, you know, sometimes a dream pivots. You know, you meet somebody or talk to somebody. You see something. You discover something you really love. Like, you know, somebody does taekwondo. Finally, gets used to go to a jits gym. And see what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah. That's mean. No. Uh, but, you know, those things like that, that you get to pivot and see, like you know, just like in your life that, even friendships like me and Ryan met what was it, like four and a half years ago on a yeah. mountain at a men's retreat. And he was like this Thanos looking, I'm going to kill you across the table and everybody's, you know, thousand yards stare. And I was like, we're going to be friends.
0: I was, I was <laughs> dealing with a whole bunch of issues, you know, <laughs> but I was
1: like, I'm going to be friends with this
0: guy. Yeah. It, but, and look what's, look what's happened after that. You know, this podcast, we haven't, we haven't recorded in, I don't know how long because of all the stuff, COVID and, we still get downloads. Did I tell you about that police officer that stopped me? I was teaching a group of police officers and a guy came in and he said, Hey, I just want, I I want to say thank you. And I was what's this guy talking about? You know, is he talking about the curriculum? Is he talking about me teaching? And I said, Oh, oh, well, thanks, man. What what are you specifically thankful for? And he said, man, I've been listening to your podcast. I listened to, all the uh, stories that you talked about. And man, I've really made some changes. And I just want to say thank you. And I was like, this dude's from Chicago was listening to our podcast. So I just, man, if we never met, we never talked about it, and now we're on the podcast together, man, live out your dreams. That's what I'm challenging you as a listener. You never know who, who God's going to put in your life, you never know who is going to come help you facilitate your dream. Or that you're going to help them facilitate their dream. I'm just going to challenge you, man. Get out of that numb lifestyle, that numb part of your life, and believe that you are worth it, man. If you're made, if you are made in God's image, and you believe that you have greatness in you, and then what Rob said is take action, make a step, one step,
1: any step, and watch what happens. And, and it's where you know there's going to be haters, it's going to be all those things, but. I, I challenge you to not be scared. You know, when you, I think if you, you can do it scared, it's fine. You know, that part of it. it is like, oh, there's a lot of scary things we've done and still do. And Ryan's still challenging me to do stupid stuff. And vice versa. You know, I was just shaming him earlier about something.
0: <laughs> you totally were shaming me. Yeah, He's but, uh, right though. He was shaming me. Cause I he love it. Right. In Cause the I, I love, you know, it's the only I, dude I let yeah, mess with
1: me. Cause like a shame. Not a punch to anybody else, <laughs> but those <laughs> things, but you know, the, write it down, do it, you know, go towards it. You know, and if you fail, get back up. I mean, it's like, there's those things that you're we are going to all going to fail, but. And you, you have two try. dudes, you
0: have two dudes that are going to, that, yeah. that are on your side, man. I would love that. would, I tell you, it, <laughs> we're nobody special, man. Who knows what our podcast will do, but I would love to wake up in the morning and see an inbox full of people who won. That would make my day. That would really make my day.
1: And here's one thing, too. I, I would challenge you. He's like, I don't have a dream. I don't even know where to start. Is, like, find somebody and help them to start achieve their dream. Ooh, that's good. I mean, whatever it is. like You know, help them. It might be something small, man. It might be the smallest thing. Like Dennis. Yeah. And I was, you know, like, that, you know, sitting there. And I and I, I think about the range, man. Like, there's, there's, like, founding fathers. There's people come help clean. And one of the coolest things is, you know, man watching I like, I like to go out there and bush hog when i can on the tractor but there's different things is watching people that take ownership and help do something to make it better and there's those those that there you, you can do that to other people and and with Ron, is there I, i've nudged him for the last four years helping him dream I'm like hey there's bigger things for you in life there's greater things that god's got for you and i think he's like you're crazy and and you know now to see things that start to come and it's, it's been really cool but Man, so into other people. And and one thing, too, I'm going to tell you men, especially men, so into your wife. Your wife has dreams that she's never told you about, things she wants to do. It might just be a certain vacation or something, you know, ask her about, you know, ask her. Because those things, I promise you, when you're helping her fulfill her to be her calling in life, she will come alive and be fulfilled to be who you're supposed to be. That's right. Man, that's so good. And oh man, you guys, have, it's been great to catch them back up. And I'm excited to have some interaction. And uh, we're going to have some ways to interact soon. And we have some podcasts start dropping way, way more.
0: <laughs> Dude, I need often. it. I tell you, I, we hang out, but I I really enjoy the podcast because we break things down. I become a better man. I think one of the biggest ones that are that's downloaded the most is the negativity podcast. Man, I walked away from that podcast really questioning mindset and just the things that are in my life. So I'm thankful for the podcast as much as your friendship. I enjoy just hanging around you. I think that's what's really cool is when you find an authentic friend, you know, they're going to love you no matter what. And then you walk away with challenges and a new perspective at life, a new motivation. It's almost like you can come up to me, Rob, and you have an empty cup. I can fill your cup. There's days that I'm going to show up. I have an empty cup. You can laugh, poke a little bit, and then fill my cup. And I think that that's what's really cool about the podcast. And when we do it, we get together, we talk, we talk about life, and eventually it gets out and people become better friends, they become better fathers, and they become better husbands. And that's, I think, the ultimate goal, right? At the end of the day, I want my son maybe, when I'm old, (laughs) in a wheelchair with my, you know, Marine Corps hat on, then my son will listen to the podcast and be like, man, my dad was
1: trying to help other people. Yeah, that's one of the things, too, that these will be, be in history forever, pretty much, as long as they're on there. Yeah, they're going to be like, these two rednecks. Yeah, it's very special. They don't even know. Two, I was going to say, give a tell about Frontline MMA a little bit because we have you started that since we've been on here for the vets and for, you know, I think for first responders are in Conway, man, just are around. I think people come and visit. I got a, I got a kid flying in couple weeks I gotta tell you about
0: yeah come on so frontline jujitsu me and another guy I ended up getting my black belt I ended up training for about 17 years all, all over the United States but when I got my black belt there was a couple things that happened I mean I was training people prior but we lost a couple people I had a military buddy die from cancer I had another military guy I really looked up to him he was harder than woodpecker lips a motivator and he ended up getting out in law enforcement and shot himself in his patrol car. And then for our hardcore listeners, Cody Sublet is a local guy here in Conway, Arkansas, that was a phenomenal dude. Everybody loved him. And he ended up committing suicide. And all these veterans, it just was on my heart. Jiu-Jitsu has been a therapy for me. And I, I, I've lost so many. I was like, I got to do something. I'm nobody special, but I can make one I could make one contribution that that would save one veteran or one first responder because cops see the same thing as, is veterans. We just saw it overseas and we see it uh, a bunch in a little amount of time. Cops see it over their career. So they're still seeing the same thing and they're dealing with suicide as well. So I said, man, I've got to do something. I started frontline jujitsu. Frontline stands for the people on the frontline. And we started doing free classes for, for veterans and first responders, all they got to do is show up. I do it about three to four times a month, and all they do is show up. We started with three people, and I think we're at 73 now. And so it is growing fast. It was really cool. We had a nonprofit locally that I think was called Community Outreach. i got to go back and look, but it's Dr. Phil Fletcher's nonprofit. Phenomenal guy. He's an, also an Army vet. He, he Him and I got linked up. And he ended up finding $5,000 to help take care, roughly around $5,000 to take care of these veterans. So I buy them all geese, take care of them, and they get food delivered to them. So it's an amazing thing. And I really believe that there's something special happening because it's growing so fast.
1: And some of those things, if you're in Conway, check it out. Saturday, or Saturday or Sunday, you know, message me about when it's going to be. It's one of those things, too. Always just, welcome, yeah, always free. free. Yeah, it's. I mean, just the vet's the first one. It's a little bit different, a different atmosphere than you think. A lot less ego, I feel like.
0: Well, the question is why? Why jiu-jitsu, Ryan? Why do I need to get in there? I'm scared. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to get beat up. And the thing about it is jiu-jitsu is not about that when you have the right coach. You know, for our veterans, you get out, you have a uniform, you have a rank structure, you have rules and regulations. There's a struggle. There's a trauma bond that happens. I'm telling you, jiu-jitsu has been my therapy. It's one of the only things I can do where while I'm rolling, I don't think about all the things of life. I think about the task at hand. I, and just I think w- about breathing is all I think <laughs> yeah. about. I love it when you go to Jujitsu. But anyways, I, I have testimonial after testimonial. We had a guy locally who came to Frontline Jiu-Jitsu and was struggling with alcohol and almost committed suicide. He came to jiu-jitsu. Found a brotherhood. We got him connected and he's recovering. So it's an amazing thing. So I appreciate you asking. And if any of our brothers and sisters are here locally, man, you reach out and I'll find a place and get you connected.
1: And that's why I just wanted Ron to tell that because he's got like five jobs. I mean, <laughs> he, he works for the government. I have no margins. Yeah, he works. You know, he runs a range. You know, it's a range. And he, and he does this as extra volunteer time. It's huge deal. I mean, Saturday, Sunday morning at seven o'clock. Most people don't want to even get up that early. But I'm just saying, like, there. You know, people say, "Hey, I don't have time to be successful or do something extra or side hustle or grow my dream." And I'm just saying, that's a lie Because he just something put on his heart. He's been doing. It. We've seen it grow, still growing. Man, I just I just wanted to use that other example because I and man, you, I'm just forever grateful for being able to do this with you and hang out. And you guys too, the people that managed to reach out and even had a friend in, in Oklahoma last week tell me he loved this podcast too. And he's like, I'll go back and listen to him because I missed hanging out with you. And oh, I started God. laughing. I was like, he goes, I know, like I know you and Ron really well. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. But man, Ron, take us out here for the end of the episode.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks, man. I love spending time with you. Spend time with our listeners, reach out, and this is Forged by Fire, out.